0: He went down. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, no. We were talking about Hoang Po. Oh, so we were talking about Hoang Po. The the uh, a clear recognition that could be applied right this second, which is whatever can be perceived. So just look around the room, and probably your room has is full of mirrors, so you can see yourself. <laughs> just look in one of those mirrors. <laughs> You have a Zoom and you're watching another Zoom of you watching the Zoom. <laughs> that would be crazy. That's what they have. All right. So, whatever can be perceived. So, we look around the room. Okay. Duh, 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 duh. All right. Just do a little bit, 30, 10 seconds. Whatever can be perceived. Just like A Course miracle Miracle lesson. Whatever can be perceived. All right. Cannot be perceived. All right. So, you'd have to admit, in the perceiving of something, there must be something called perceiving. <laughs> Not necessarily a perceiver, yeah? But perceiving. Not even necessarily perceived, just perceiving, yeah? And then, the after, seemingly after the perceiving, there is what? There is the perceived. Let's give it that. So, there's perceiving... And then there's the perceived, okay? It's, it could have stopped there. But then what happens is that there's a third aspect of the Trinity, which is the perceiver. So the event here is perceiving perceived, yes? That's what triggers the, the interpretation of life, right? There's perceiving, but there's something to, or there would just be perceiving On infinitum, so to speak, with no, there would be perceiving that would never trigger anything because it wouldn't run into anything to be perceived. Yeah, so there's perceiving, 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 and then it bumps into something, an appearance, and that's the perceived. Yeah, perceiving, perceived, pretty good, pretty clear. Then what happens? There's the arising of the perceiver. Yeah, but obviously, the perceiver doesn't arise before the perceiving and the perceived yes yeah? so just looking at it in a linear way there's perceiving perceived and then the perceiver is the third but the perceiver is presupposed to be the one that's perceiving is it strippy so this is the whole that that like mathematical formula that ramana use i feel which is there's this presupposing of let's say the perceived yeah now now thinks it's perceiving and want to get salvation from what it's perceiving let's say and then it sets out a, a course to get detached from what it's perceiving through spiritual practices yeah to have salvation from what it's perceiving yeah okay well then the spiritual practices themselves that are being used by that which thinks is perceiving is actually reinforcing the idea of the perceiver. How can they destroy it if they're reinforcing it? Yeah, so perceiving, perceived, fine, that's cool. Then what comes after the perceiving and the perceived in time is the perceiver. Where does the mental clock start? It starts as the perceiver. Thing and then it goes into all the perceiving and the perceived and it shouldn't have been perceived and blah, blah, blah. but it always its time starts at the perceiver, which happened later in time. Okay. So later in time, the perceiver arises. It doesn't even arise. there's no, no there's no perceiver, it's an idea. So an idea arises after the perceiving and the perceived. And then it says that there must been a perceiver, or let's say the doer and the done must have been a doer, the hearer and the heard must have been a hearer, you know, the hearing and the heard. Yes, it does it with all, not just perceiving, but perceiving how we meet things through the other five gates, you know, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. So conscious contact, bammo, there's perceiving, and then there's seemingly there's the perceived. Now we can... You don't have to question that as long as you want but here there seems to be that's the trigger right perceiving runs into something perceives it and then opinions and shit happen and reactions yeah but how are those reactions and opinions how are they presented as the perceiver so there's perceiver there's perceiving perceived the mental reaction and out of the rea- mental reaction so what's being perceived and the perceiving of it comes this idea with all these opinions, everything as to being the perceiver. So now, which is very economical, the perceiver which can't reinforce itself because it's just an idea. Yeah, an idea needs to be like thought about. Yeah, it has. It's an idea, but the claiming of the perceiving and the per- and the perceived being that which was perceived by the perceiver, yeah? Yeah? The claiming of that just reinforces that which comes after to be the before. So in the mental world of time, that which is after, which is the perceiver, is before. It's just lurking there, ready to perceive because it's the perceiver. It's ready to hear because it's the hearer, ready to feel because it's the feeler, ready to think because it's the thinker, even though it couldn't make a description of thinking or hearing or feeling if, you, if it's life dependent on it. Wow. It wouldn't be able to say how it does all this shit because it doesn't do any of the shit. It's just an, it's like an emblem. It makes up a car, sticks on the emblem, and says the emblem was before the car. So there was a Ford before there was a Ford. <laughs> so if there's an interest and attention, it tends to go that way. It gets sucked up into the head or the mental sphere. In that sphere, time is used to play tricks because. The presentation of time is that there's, an, there's a past, a present, and a future. And the past is done and it's moved and it's moving through the present and it's going towards the future. It's like a linear movement, yes? Yeah. So with us as the cow animal, as the herd animal, and we're being herded, let's say, it says the trough is there. You're here. You're gonna go straight to the trough. That's all you need to know. And then we'll milk you and kill you later. <laughs> so just you got all the information. There's the trough. It's not gonna be back there. You just go there. Okay. So what could be the easiest thing to do is fool something that believes time is linear by mixing up what comes after as before. It's a pretty good move. Because now, every time there is conscious contact, it uses that conscious contact to imply that there's a someone who is conscious and who's having that contact, which makes what happen, an incredible unconsciousness to the fact that that is not what's conscious. Yeah. So it claims the conscious contact to reinforce that the story that it's the one that's seeing and doing and I'm actually the one who's conscious. So when I think of consciousness, it's usually preceded that Paul is conscious. So Paul was unconscious or Paul wants to be more conscious as if Paul has anything to do with consciousness. Literally. <laughs> so so yes, yeah, so that comes after that says it's before. Yeah. And so now everything comes after. that it comes after now is used for the same determination to imply the before. Yeah, so selfing occurs, people call me up and go, man, that, that idea of selfing is incredible. And I just want to report in, I've been selfing all day. Nope, that's not seeing selfing clearly because you've now swallowed the product and now you're <laughs> coughing it up about the top selfing. You missed the whole point. Or I got it, man. That's an amazing thing of selfing, and it's been driving me crazy okay. No, you're not that which is driven crazy by self. That would be what you would call the self. And you're not that which is doing the selfing, that would be that which is called the self. Or would be you can use the same thing with perceiving and perceiving, you know, same same. So there is an event that happens and then there's a a then something else arises in time and turns that invent, event into an interpretation, really. Yeah, so you know what happened when you were younger, you were putting dirt in your mouth, fucking smelling everything. You didn't, like when you fart, you didn't you know, feel like, you know, it was, everything was just fucking natural, shit in your pants, nothing didn't matter. And then the brain developed, then you started getting self-aware which is not awareness. Self-aware is the use of awareness, but it's not, there's not a self that's aware. There's an, there's an unawareness of self that makes self-awareness a topic. <laughs> if there's an unawareness of the manufacturing of self, you may be really interested in self-becoming aware. <laughs> but it's the awareness of self. So now in this college, the before is before and the after is the yeah. after. So now what we are is the seeing of what we're not, literally. And what is the seeing of what not? That that has implied and inferred and insinuated, your, there's a noun a doer of all the doing, a thinker of all the thinking, a feeler of all the feelings, yes? You are now placed in a lofty position of the noun, never getting your feet wet unless you dive into the the verbing when you're fucking part and parcel of that river of verbing. There's no noun to be found. It's just made up, yeah? And it leads us to seek to want to be wet when we're drenched, Yes. Like the old Zen thing, which is, you know, there's the guy standing by the river selling water. So it's pretty funny, you would think. But maybe if you're only looking down and everything's about you, you would see the water, the water stand, but not the river. <laughs> so you'd be hey, how much is and the river? You know, it could, that would be a myopic view, but it could it could serve that that shrinking down of possibility. Oh, I've got to buy the water. all right, it's funnier, which is I'm a a man standing in the river selling water. And now you got no fucking excuse. You're wet as hell and you're still buying water. (laughs) It's past the, standing by the river, they're in the river selling water. And when I heard that, that's the last time I ever went to see that guy. Not because of the guy, he saved me a lot of time. I realized, man, I'm fucking drenched, (laughs) he's drenched. Why am I buying water? (laughs) So there you go, yeah. And of course, once uh, you hit that point, you're wet. And the funny thing is, when life tells you you're wet, it also can inform you, you've always been wet. So it's not like, wow, I had this incredibly strange phenomena, I felt wet. No, you get you've always been wet feeling it or not, you're in water. You may think you have, you may have a suit that's blocking it off, but you're in water, yeah, completely. That's the point. All the head yapping that you're always going to be this way is is a result of tons of yapping. When you hit in what is always going to be that way, it doesn't say much. You just get an, an overriding negation of everything by it says it's always going to be this way. So you hit that wetness and it's like it's always been this way, it always will be this way. And therefore, you have somewhat of an understanding or an immunity, maybe it's just growing, but of a, a factual recognition in all this appearance of what seems to be a true or not to, to be true for you, yeah, which is dreaming. Yes. So in in our, in a seeming reality, reality would impose its will on you. Yeah, even if you try to give it a different meaning, it would inevitably pose its will on you. But in dreaming, because everything is empty, we give it all the meaning it has, which is just an incredible definition of dreaming, which is from Lesson 2 in The Course in Miracle. You and I are giving everything all the meaning it has. That could not happen in a real place, Because in a real place, if there was real things, they'd all have a meaning and they would impose their meaning on you sometimes, yeah, if they were stronger than you. And you'd be able to impose your meaning on them if they were weaker than you, yes? But here in dreaming, nothing is real, so everything is appearing to be true or not to us, based on what? Our condition, not on that appearance condition, yeah? You see that in this game of life, you put yourself in a losing position when you give things the power to affect you. The Course of Miracles, once again, not that I'm a Course of miracle person, I just, a number of things I constantly keep using really set off avalanches in me and a lot of it was explained by a sentence or two. And one of the sentences that did it was, hey, you and I are dreaming this dreaming yeah we forget that we're dreaming wow that's incredible i would say that's a part of the dreaming that that which is dreaming forgets that it's dreaming and voila takes it to be the dreamt here you go yeah you would have to say a body would be a dreamt yeah so whatever can be perceived a body cannot be perceiving so the body is not the dreaming it's the dreamt If you follow follow Huang Poe's logic, this is not the dreaming. It's the dreamt. So here we are. That which is dreaming, us, gives everything. uh, We're giving everything all the meaning it has. And what happens, we forget that. And now everything we're giving meaning to, we give it the meaning to be able to affect us as the dreamt. Sounds like your day, doesn't it? So, yeah. You have thoughts, you have them, they have you. <laughs> Feelings, I'm having a feeling, it has you. So
1: if a tiger comes out of the bush, what do I do?
0: Do I run up or not? It matters how high the bush is. <laughs> or where you, are, where you are related to the bush. If you're watching it come out of a bush on a nature show and you're in your living room, I wouldn't do much. Yeah, but if you're right there two feet away and it seems real is real, but I don't know. I don't know what you do. I would offer it the bad leg, you know, something that is less needed within more aspects of your primary body. Here, take this, like a little tooth it, it wouldn't work. Well, yeah. Well, as I remember I was speaking in San Jose and these people were going, you know, I was like right here, and they were right there. And they said, are you afraid of a shark? And I look around, I said, no. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have a knowledge that they haven't learned how to come on land yet. So I feel pretty chill out about a shark based on that knowledge. But if I was the water, I don't know what I'd feel like. I probably would be. See, this is the knowledge we're talking about. That knowledge I had of a shark. Yeah, no matter what you tell, how voracious, how fucking everything, it'll rip you apart. As long as I know it can't go on land, it's not going to upset me. Yes, so that knowledge, yeah, about a shark, not about me, about a shark, is that I know they haven't got legs yet. It's like the movie The Blob, remember the original movie? It was a terrible movie because. The blob could only move like one eighth of an inch every three hours. <laughs> so people like, oh, the blob and then they have a picnic <laughs> What are you gonna wear when the blob finally arrived? I mean, it couldn't scare anyone because everyone knew it it moved like a glacier. Oh, the blob yeah so it took off uh, it just took out all the scare out of it so the next time it was sped up it was like it was like uh engine energetic jello <laughs> it, could, it could leave so the same thing with this message hopefully this message because it's there's a large large imagery basis of fact that you can land on instead of the false evidence constantly being appearing real yeah and so you hear this message like just simple like Huang po you know whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving pretty swift message because if you have that sense and then you go up to the head which is presenting a story it's its whole theme is completely opposite than that its theme is what what is what's perceiving is the perceived because what I think about is the perceived, what I feel things about is the perceived and reason why I'm giving it so much meaning isn't because it's the perceived, I believe it's the perceiving. Yeah. I believe what the what I'm really captured as is a subjective event, which is I it's trying to say it's the perceiving, but it's a, it's identified with an object. Yeah. And you can realize it isn't you so much that it's obsessed over. It's the you, the subjective you. Yeah. So whatever it can be perceiving cannot be that which can be perceived. So here you go. So you hear a message and then you see the opposite of it playing on your radio station. And then after a while, you hear enough messages. And what comes into question is K-Paul. And then you realize K-Paul is just an auxiliary of a franchise called Unclear Channel that most people are listening to all day. And I'm not Paul. Yeah. What happens? There's a loss of interest. This is what happens. You don't have to pull it out. It moves, it migrates. Just like this week, probably, where I used to live, when we used to live in the lagoon, these black and white ducks come, and they sit around late November, and they're there for a few months. And as soon as it gets a little warmer, they all leave, and another species of animals come and chill, check up. Yeah? So here, the interest is mostly being driven to all this activity because it's implied to be you. Yes? And when you see that it's not you, it's going to move and how you're being enriched or not enriched by the attention and interest of your day. You'll be able to determine what's going on after a while because I bet you you're gonna feel enriched by this interest and attention moving away from this preoccupation. And then you're gonna really recognize the slavement, the enslavement you're in constantly, constantly, constantly up the ass of that cell. You're going to know the difference. You're not going to know the difference without a difference. If that's all you're getting, that's all you think you're getting. But when there's an introduction to something else, you may not be that. And now, instead of being suspicious of everybody and everything, you're starting to be healthily suspicious about uh, what's going on. So there's going to be a reckoning. There's going to be a root reckoning. And then you're going to realize ah, everything gets explained because why you could never get out of this idea is because you're not in it to begin with. That was what you missed. And the reason why you can't get into something, you've never been out of it. That's why you can't get into being you, you are being. (laughs) So what you you can't get into becomes super clear and what you can't get out of becomes super clear. And like the bizarro world just slips. It really does. It does. And when it flips, it never actually flipped. You just were seeing it a certain way. It's always been this way. You were seeing it in the dreaming this way. And then, truth be told, you saw it. And when you see it, it doesn't like, oh, it changed on October, November 4th. No, it didn't. It's never changed. That's what comes to you. It's never changed. I was just seeing things. I wasn't. There was a seeing things differently. That was corrected. And the correction disappears because there was no need for a correction. It never had been changed. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. The beauty of it, after all these bets you put on things, you finally, your bet landed on the right number. You win the, relief, the roulette game. You know, the black 39, you got it. Just keep betting, betting, betting. And no matter how many times they it's 800 rotations, seven rotations. They paint the difference, it's, you win because you're onto something. Can you imagine that which can make shit out of nothing put on that which is everything? Yeah, powerful. Yeah, it's powerful. If you match your conjuring ability, because many of us are making shit out of nothing all day, which is a fucking miracle. I mean, really if you look at that guy with jesus lazarus he was raised from the dead but he hadn't alive once and they say that's what's his greatest miracle we're making shit out of nothing all day really people are ruining their saturdays left and right up and down this fucking corridor some of the richest counties in the world they're fucking flipped out they don't like their tesla interior anymore or something yeah I mean, seriously. So, can you imagine that power? That's look at what it's doing. I mean, it's making a lot of shit up. Can you imagine if it landed on something real? Finally, I mean, it would be an incredible power. Yeah. You would give up, relinquish all the making of shit, and you would just become in a revelatory stage. Yeah. You'd just be there and seeing actually the power clearly, not through this incredible fucking myopic lens, but. Yeah. So now, BAMO, what happens? What happens is, in my view, that which is already established becomes a working modality here. So you're traveling lighter. you're awake to being awake, where before you may have thought you were asleep to being awake, but you'd really like to be awake. But the fact is, there's only awakeness and then there's the seemingly not awake or awake that goes on could be the story of your life but the fact of the life is awakeness so it it just it oozes in like very slowly poured molasses a lot of knowledge and some of it is basically you're incessantly on and doesn't seem to i don't have an origin story where i switched <laughs> I don't remember any, any time I switch something because usually when there's an on, there's an off in this world, and there is no on or off in this. Yeah. And so you start sensing these things. You can't really wrap them in thought, but there's a sense of it, and it allows a It allows a traveling liner, whatever life has in store for you. And instead of when you get a big synopsis of you and all your character defects and selfishness and shit like that, there's not a going to arms to try to change that. You see you're not that. And you also see you're not that, which is saying it's seeing you're not that. Then you get worse. No, then it negates. You finally have... The the active ingredient of non-duality is the negation of duality. That's the active ingredient. There's no active ingredient in non-duality. It's not a place. It's not a world. It's not a thing. Yeah? But the active ingredient of it is negation of duality. Well, you see, you're not the object that your girlfriend just did a beautiful description of. And it's starting to really hurt you because you're selfish and you're inconsiderate and you're fucking this, fucking that. And then that reaction, oh, all right, I finally tell the truth. Okay, I am that. And of course I'm going to try better. No, you see, you're not that either. Yes, boom, boom. And then fucking, it's great. It works. It works, really. And you probably, who knows, you lose interest in being. Less self centeredness, and that's obviously provoked self centered, uh, less self centeredness. When you lose interest in not being so self centered, that's loss of self centeredness. (laughs) You don't see it? Yeah, it's not like you being interested in losing self centeredness is not the loss of self centeredness. That's an example of self centeredness. So you lose the interest in it and Finally, it's not even necessary if you change or not. You, you get good at making amends. Anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you just yeah. keep stepping on people's oh, toes. No, I'm yeah. not a bad guy. no, you're not a, a bad guy. Oh, and you wouldn't have been a good guy if you caught the puppy.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. You're something mm-hmm. being question, question, question under there. And then your head would love to be a good or bad person because it's already one, it has you as a person. So now now the act of perceiving all day, you would think would be the obvious uh, remembrance of what you are has been neutered by the claiming of being the perceiver. So the perceiving would probably reinforce that which is perceiving. While perceiving was going on, the perceiving the going on of the perceiving would reinforce perceiving <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but the head has claimed the constant perceiving of things to to actually reinforce its idea that there's a perceiver see this is the trick the i am is being used to fuel the story of i am paul where do you think you get the sense of paul the sense of paul is misinterpreted sense of i am we, this, we're misinterpreting the sense of presence, which is I am, and we're calling it Paul. And in the head, the last place we want to be is present with Paul. <laughs> so we want put on Die Hard 12, do this, eat copious fucking dirt 20 shots of fucking energy, whatever. You want to get out of the presence of Paul. That's what my tribe was. And the point is the presence you'd wanted to get to was that was his never left. It was just the removal of the importance of Paul and that removal of the importance of Paul reinforces an importance of I am. Yeah, and the I am, if you're looking for anything reliable, it's the most reliable thing. And when it becomes unreliable, you won't be there to know it because you will have passed away. <laughs> <laughs> when the I am not shows, You're not going to have, there's no bitching commentary. (laughs) The radio Paul's going silent. (laughs) That's the real plug. Want to see something, Paul? You think you're going to (laughs) continue? The voice box. I can't, there's no more dialogue. The body's dead. I thought I was going to fly to another, no, it doesn't go away. (laughs) So I am presence, I am Paul. Mm. The drag on the responsibility that presence is seen as. Yes? And especially if let's say if you have four kids present in your presence, yeah, or yeah, whatever, so much shit can occur in the mental state. Yeah. Mm. But if the idea of Paul surrendering to the I am is is, a, is an act of of an already sender, surrendered to Paul, yeah? One of the last acts you arrive at as Paul not surrendered is Paul trying to surrender. It, but it's looked as a transactional deal. I'm gonna surrender, but I got to get that 510 blonde or whatever. I'm gonna surrender, you know, it's all business, but see? so that the idea of Paul is what surrendered really and because there is no Paul that surrender can turn into surrendered here because you don't have to keep surrendering an imaginary object maybe the first time you would turn it over because you thought it was real but you would see it from the point of turning it over that it's not so. So you you move into a state of surrender. So Paul can constantly run into a state where it wants to surrender only to take it back later because the shit's hitting the fan, but you've surrendered that idea, which is cool. Yes, and you can stay surrendered because it's like so in, uh, in recovery, I was at this meeting and in recovery, There's a big thing about turning shit over because most you are managing all day, right? The head is. So they go, all right, what does it look like to you uh, concerning turning it over? And I said, a habit. (laughs) Because I've been turning it over for years in recovery. There's a point where you stop turning it over and it's turned over. It's not a constant turning fucking it over. It runs out. And a new basis gets formed and that basis is, it's turned over. So now you're in the habit of turning it over and that means there's no thought concerning that act of turning it over. See, the habit is an action without thought. So you're in the habit of being living a turned over life. Because why? You did it seemingly for years. It doesn't stay stagnant. It's not like it's something changes <laughs> you just don't keep you know what i mean if you do a makeover a makeover a makeover yes there's got it's got to be made over sooner or later you may not like it when you see them and home you know whole foods turning in Nile four and they've got terrible plastic surgery but it's too late it's the makeover is over <laughs> you're sort of stuck with it now so this is the beauty of it yeah this is a simple suggestion and invitation. I humbly believe why it only needs to stay that way is because it's based on a truth. Yeah. Which most other shit is based on arriving at a truth or telling the truth about you've departed from a truth. We're just saying I believe this is the truth, and it doesn't need much. Yeah. And it's right there. It's like that if if I am had a cloud formation, it would be this knowing this knowing, yeah. And when satsang brings you from here to here, then that you're on that knowing, when you hear a statement like, you cannot use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, it sounds like an intimate portrayal of your activity. Yeah, when you hear self can't get out of self, you feel like you've been caught on tape for 30 years, (laughs) because that's exactly what was going on, yes? It has that power such a sufficient uh it's not like a closing and opening and a closing of a door it's a closed door yeah that's a being convinced it's over like i think ramana was implying it where he says your head is already in the tiger's mouth so you're thinking you have this big option but it's already (laughs) The process is set in motion. You're gonna, the next vision you're gonna have is out the, the tiger's ass when you come out. So just go along with the ride. <laughs> Cause you're not turning around. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel it's like. You've heard enough and then something, it's like a camel that breaks uh, the, the straw that breaks the camel back. That straw may not have been the heaviest straw it doesn't matter. It could be the lightest straw, but it's the one that's gonna break the camel's back. Yeah, you got a whole bushel of straw on you already. Yeah. And actually, it's already occurred, most people. There's just been a denial of it. Mm-hmm. So most people who are moving to try to get to awake, they're actually trying to get away from being awakeness. There's <laughs> mm-hmm. really so all there, and the beauty of it in the end is that that's where failure is the greatest success, like the course of miracle says. You know, your greatest failures are your greatest successes. Your greatest successes are your greatest failures, because when you fail in the finding of what you already are, that's the value of it. Because you'll stop looking, and then you'll realize I am what I'm looking for, not by looking for it only by the the exhaustion coming from looking for it for so long, it finally collapses like that straw and you finally see you are what you're looking for. Yes, there's not just an awareness of it, there's a knowledge of it, there's a knowing of it. And the knowing is gonna be probably more valuable in time than that seeing of it in that moment. The knowing of it is gonna travel later. The knowing of the I am being before I am Paul. And then you realize Paul is I was Paul and I will be Paul. Therefore, I am Paul. The idea of Paul being the I am is arrived at in time. It doesn't grow out of it. It arrives there in time, which is I was Paul. I'm going to be Paul. Therefore, I am Paul. And the verification that is the presence of I am. You feel a presence and your head says, that's the feeling of Paul, which it isn't. Because there's no generation of the feeling that you would give the name Paul to other than the I am. So, boom, you go there and then Paul becomes a caricature like he's always been. You'll find a lot more humor than than most people will I mean, Amelia doesn't want to hear any of my jokes anymore. But I've been listening to them for 20, 30 years. I think they're pretty good. Sometimes I torture a rapt audience in the Zoom or live, and they have to put up with it. But uh, to me, I used to really listen to it like CNN. It wasn't good taking it to be a news. Uh, you know, channel. <laughs> it, just, it didn't lead to good. It didn't lead yeah. to good uh, conclusions. So it turned completely around, made into Comedy Central, has worked without changing the setting or anyone. It this the MC's the same, Paul. It's just hilarious. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Anyone here? No one wants to ask anything. Do I do. You do. All right. Right. This is the last time. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do that in Zoom.
1: <laughs> the
0: only way I ask, answer a question has to come through Zoom. Right. All right. No, no, it's okay.
1: Okay, so the idea of a list of difficulties about who I am and then looking at them with a person and then making amends for them, that seems like a way of self-inkeeping and right in self, like berating myself and finding with my past
0: behavior that's on. why you do it so you can see self try to take advantage of it and the grace of what you are will override that so just do it and you'll see the head will easily try to claim to be the one that's gone over and the one that's going to going over and you do it anyway and you see that with this understanding so you get double buck. Your you see both. You do the you do what the action figure needs to do, which is take responsibility for what's happened in their life. Yeah, and then you also got the non non duality, the relief before all forgiveness, because nothing ever really happens. So, not a bad deal. Yeah. Perfect. Yes,
2: yeah. yeah,
0: so that's how I would do it. Now the head would like to do it with. There is no Paul. Oh, I'm not
2: going to review it. about Paul. just reinforce Paul, Paul, no, no.
0: everything that's reinforcement will be used for something else, yes, it will reveal Paul and bring more of Paul up out of the weeds so you'll see what you're not, yes, yes, that's the, that's been my experience with really. it, yeah. Ramana has this in a lot. If you run into, he says it doesn't make any sense, but that's just how it is. He describes a lot about things like when he used to tell a lot of people to surrender, and he go, "Well, who's there to surrender and to whom?" And you know, he said, "Well, fucking try to live that then." But you know, the way I'm viewing you, the way you do best is to surrender because you're outmatched right now and life's daily situations overwhelming you, why not, hey, surrender to something greater than you and thy will be done or as thy will it is, whatever. That will probably work better than trying to say that there is no you and you're absolutely not, have nothing to do with this because it's the you that's saying, it. you know what I mean? The you is the first one who wants to say it's not you. But its agenda is different. It wants to get out of something or wants to get into something as that you. This is typical. You can watch when someone hears non duality and their recovery. You can know in about a week what kind of calls you're going to get from them. Uh, well, you know, obviously, how can I be an alcoholic? I'm not a self. Uh, so, uh, uh, What, you wanna know what I'm doing right now? I'm having a big 16 tall boy, 16 on a toy the the, the Fucking drunk (laughs) absolutists. Do what you feel you need to do. Let go of the results or admit that you can't let go of the results and see that which one select the results aren't you, this is what happened, worked with me the best because the secondary call to arms after realizing the first line of defense has been broken, right? Was so overwhelming, I I just denied the first line of defense is broken, yes? Because I knew I didn't have the wherewithal to change this shit. And so the great message of non-duality, you're neither of those. You're not that observation, That's filled with an interpretation and you're not the reaction to that yeah that's where I found relief is taking another step back that hadn't been introduced to me on this game board or this dance floor until I was introduced to non-duality non-duality informed me there was another step back that I didn't didn't know I thought the real me was the one that was reacting to the false me I did I thought all right I had another, enough of false me, but now I'm seeing it. And so, and now I'm going to vow, never blah, 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 blah. And I saw that didn't fucking work.
1: Yes,
0: yes, That which was the subject is seen suddenly as an object. That which is now the subject is the same thing. It's a self, it's selfing. yes. I didn't know that. I thought that which saw, that which had defeated me as an object was my real subject to me. I did, I thought this was the untarnished clarity of all clarities and it was. I was solely mistaken. This is the idea of non-duality. The objectification of self being used to disguise the subjectification of selfing doesn't work. You, know, you need to see both. And this is what non-duality gave me. Non-duality said, Paul, you can take another step back And now tell me how you see it. And when I took another step back, that which was implying it was behind the camera, I saw in front of the camera. So now I saw the object of self and I saw the subject of self, both on that side of the camera from what's behind the camera, which I don't call anything. It doesn't have a name. It doesn't bark out a name. You know me by this, I don't hear any of that. I saw that subject of self that suddenly became an object when I seemingly became self aware, and self aware is some of the subject of selfing see, is seen as an object, but it's being seen as a claimed subject, which is an aspect of self. So that becoming, getting knowledge about me didn't draw, didn't bring a great relief and freedom. It brought me another form of bondage, maybe the. The bracelets were gold, but they were still confining as the others, yeah? And therefore, I was open to hear other possibilities because the other possibilities seemed to be defined. They had limited effects because I was involved in them. And then non-duality is the way I heard it, that I heard that I saw that which I was a subjective person now was now an object going over by another higher level subjective person of both selves. Both not me. And when I got there, I haven't had to go any farther. So I was in front of the camera, from behind the camera, and I know that, that which I have seen in front of the camera, or which is implied from what you see in front of the camera, is never, ever going to be behind the camera. Never was, never will be. Yes, you could see it almost as oil and water. That which is appearing there is not going to be here. Yes, yeah. exactly as as it appearing. No way. Yeah, yeah. So that's what happened. I thought I was seeing it from behind the camera, but I wasn't. And I and it was obvious by you know you know the tree by its fruits there wasn't there was a large amount of relief but there wasn't relief relief still had to be done and shit like this there wasn't a relief from all that need to be relieved and all that need to do this and all the need to do that I hadn't gotten relief from that and I was imprisoned by perfection now and words like awakening and enlightenment. It wasn't bringing a great joy. It was another job that I wasn't equipped to complete. Then I heard the message, I'm neither this nor that. And I'm neither, I don't need to listen to the policeman as uh, at the expense of the thief. And I don't need to listen to the thief at the expense of the policeman. I can lose interest in both of those narratives. And there's a silent one that can direct me. I had didn't have any idea of that either. I thought it was either one or the other, either I was going to be a good person or I was going to be a bad person. Either I was going to get really fucked up and do tons of shit or I was going to be like a saint. Yeah, none of those fit, shoes fit. The one shoe you can't do the thief life as an extreme addict. It's just going to end in terrible consequences. I mean, it's not a it's not a long lasting. It's not a, a long. It's not a good bet for the long haul. Yeah, but you can avoid shit. It's, I think you have a lot of fun and do this and do that. Step on a lot of toes, but I was dreading the day the policeman returned because right. I hated that. And the policeman returned in the guise of recovery, and then got to be the perfect meditator and fucking shit like this. And then so everything was a call to arms, and this was the first thing that just the war ended with non-duality. It was very disarming, and uh, I don't know how things will work with you, but it worked with me. That's why everything we say at these talks comes from what's happened and stuff. Yeah, I stopped reading other shits 20-something years ago because I wanted to be an independent bakery, yeah. I mean, I can go off on metaphysical shit. I don't want to because I, I just, you know when you're in dog shit awareness your height levels the curve you know keeps you humble very good you didn't see much farther just and you smell of shit's always there
1: it's
0: good it is really so and it came something brought me to that point and i don't think there's another point behind there i just don't yeah and if there is i don't care yeah what was the propulsion in this event was relief. I wanted relief. Obviously when I would get relief, it came with a lot of uh, trappings, a lot of unintended consequences. And and this has brought about a relief, the relief from the need to be liberated, the relief from all the pressure of having to do something that you're ill-equipped to do. Yes, and just, uh, just, uh, you know, just turning off the race, really. That's that's what I actually, obviously, whatever story I had about Paul as a trajectory wasn't even close to truth. Paul is not going to do much if it's content and satisfied. It isn't. It's not going. to, It's not looking. <laughs> I, I don't want to go into the eleventh dimension. I don't. I just chill out. So, it could have been a circuit speaker,
1: yeah,
0: but I don't care I had some I had a drive that went insanely far when misdirected, and now that drive being directed is presence it doesn't want to go anywhere, yeah so yeah and I'm I pretty uh you know compelled to share this because it's worked, yeah, like the last answer it's uh it's constantly disarming you, which is great, because the head wants to regroup. It does. And you always have like a, it's like an automatic pulling out the rug from underneath it. It's great. Once it starts pontificating, it just gets pulled out. It's great. Yeah. So it's working. So and that I would just do the inventory with this understanding. This understanding doesn't free you from the needs of the action figure. If the action figure is captured by alcoholism uh, and you've been introduced to, let's say, a community or some other thing that's working, great. I was introduced to recovery community and that's where I got uh, what I needed to live a day at a time without causing a lot of fucking unintended consequences. Yes? I saw the power in this misdirected, was like a fucking uh like you know once i started drinking i realized i had incredible magnetism to people in uniform i put out like a dog whistle and i got arrested in some of the craziest ways you could never think that would it would end up in arrest and it just something went off and anyone in uniform who. Started keying in, and then once they triangulated me, I was fucking, fucking arrested. I mean, unbelievable. It seemed like a fucking curse. Twice a week, yeah, you know, for three months. Twice a week, nothing would happen the rest of the month, and twice in one week, and then twice in one week.
2: Yeah.
0: Well. It did take the chip. Something took out the chip. That's what happened. I got struck sober. Took out the chip. That radioactive isotope. It did. And, you know, my solutions when it happened was I stopped going out. I'd go to my friends' houses and get high. And I had a little routine, stay off the streets as much as possible because shit's gonna happen on the streets. Then they raided my house, my brother's house. So that fucking didn't, that solution didn't work. And then this other shit, it just went on and on. And the real solution was just not, don't get loaded, which was unimaginable based on that irritability, restless, discontent. It was my medicine. I was, I, I would do anything to, and I'd pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. And I felt uncomfortable with this head running around. I did. It's unbearable. Yeah, it really was. And I would do anything and now I won't do anything at all. <laughs> it's been a pretty strong, pretty strong opposite, you know, it is. so. so. That's why I love the non-duality. It's the last answer for me. Or maybe it's not
2: the opposite. Mm-hmm. Not. Oh, of course
0: it's not the opposite. In duality, it swings one way, the other way. Mm-hmm. That power that moves the water through that fire hose and then you get hit by a hose fire, you know, by firemen has a huge amount of power, but what an amount of power of that water going through something else? So like when it's matched with I am, it's instead of going through the the, the hose of Paul, it's some, there's some, yeah, there's juice there. Find solace there, peace. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right, anyone in uh, Zoom? Can you hear me? We've been muted this whole time. He's, he's turned into the unspoken one. No, I was just muted. All right, nobody, Mike? We're gonna say goodbye, I think. No hands, anybody want to wave their hands? All right, Mike. <laughs> I think they're waving, they're waving goodbye. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Hey, Mike, did you put up that schedule from back East? Uh, not yet, I'll do it tonight. <laughs> all right, great. That would be great, bro. Thank you. All right, Kathleen. <laughs> nice to see you, honey. Yeah, I'll be seeing all of you people. So, as always, down in Brazil, Stephen, San Diego. Jesse from Ireland. Nice to see you, Jess. Anu. You too, Hi. There she is, I knew Andre the Giant. Remember Andre the Giant, the wrestler? Yeah. Yeah. Mike Clark. You know, I used to love Bruno San Martino. Remember Bruno Bruno San Martino? I asked uh, Amelia's father. He was the world heavyweight champion wrestler when wrestling was somewhat real and not. Bruno San Martino. Yeah, big old speedo. He's great. <laughs> so I I, I talked to I talked to Amelia's father. No one knows about Bruno San Martino in Italy. Oh, well, he was a big. He was the world champion here. I, I just but that name is always stuck in my head. Bruno San Martino. They'd have all these weird dudes, and he would just come out with the speedo, hairy as a fucking bear, he was just throwing people, and he took it seriously. He did. <laughs> Well oh, whatever <laughs> you've got people coming in from europe that forgot about the time change <laughs> oh did they Oh, well <clears throat> second song here go to wikipedia and read the story of bruno san Martino. walter's italian in america not known in italy walter yeah. just got here oh walter walter <laughs> yeah see remember <laughs> The last were the first and the first were the last. Yes, remember, this, you didn't miss anything. Remember, I'm gonna give you that parable, which I love. It's a very tricky one. I think I've got it clearer. There's a parable Jesus supposedly used where there's a, a farmer who has got his crops coming in and he can't handle the work. So he goes to sort of like a union hall or wherever and he hires this guy. Around nine in the morning, he says, "I'm gonna. I'll pay you fifty bucks. Work to, the whole day to five. Yeah, I need help to harvest a crop. the crop. Guys really happy to get a job. He didn't have. It, doesn't have any money, so he goes, starts working. Around eleven, the boss realizes he's gonna need someone else, so he goes down to the the you know, work hall, the union hall, and says, "Hey, I'll give you fifty bucks. You gotta work from eleven to five. Fifty bucks. All right. I was that guy. And then at one o'clock. That he realizes he needs another person he goes to the hall he says hey i need you to work till five o'clock give you 50 bucks so this guy gets it at one o'clock or five he's gonna get 50 bucks around four o'clock he realizes he can't pull it off so he gets it he gets uh, goes there gets a guy and he gives him 50 bucks for working for an hour so now the guys that have been there since nine getting 50 are pissed off that this guy who just came and getting 50 but time doesn't fucking matter when we're talking about this message it doesn't because when you seem to get it it tells you you've always been it so the idea of longing and you missing and of course it's all been producing a rarefied doer but so you blew it you you left the godhead all this stuff Yeah, it just disputes all that because it hits you and you know it's always been this way. It's never not been this way. You didn't work harder than the guy that came at four, you didn't work lesser than the guy that came at nine, because the hours of time don't mean shit concerning this freaking topic. Yeah. So, you should have been here earlier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, well, know no, no, what I would do, I would just hit play on this recording and you'll be here, you'll be like you're here. An hour, a little, just one hour difference. So, it's a
1: spontaneous process, but you just described about the, the workers it's a spontaneous process because it's pro- once you, you get it it was spontaneous whether you started at nine yes 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 a well
0: it's not spontaneous because it's already set in stone you mm-hmm. are that which you're looking for okay. it's not like you're going to be that which you're looking for if you fill some requirements and do this no it's a, a, a the basic invitation is you are already that right so it's not if if that is that is always that appeared in time, it would maybe appear spontaneously, yes. Yeah. But it's not a spontaneous appearance. It's but
1: it was always, it, yes, right. always here. Yeah, here. Sometimes it feels like you were in a process.
0: Of course you do, because we're an action figure.
1: Right.
0: Yeah, we feel like there's something winded us up and we've been moving and we're proceeding to an end point. Yeah, so and the funny thing is, even in our beginning as a body, we don't remember it. And you're not going to remember your death. Your, your parents told you what you were like when you were six months. You have no idea, do you? You could have been fucking with wolves.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could have been. And then you're worried about dying, but you're gonna you're gonna be the only people who are gonna experience your death are other people. You're not going to experience it, oh, so, so you basically, you didn't know, you didn't have no idea when you came in, and you're going to have no idea when you come out. What's that to say about all this mental part?
1: You don't even know if your memories right now of the past. That's or, right. They're just planted right now. Oh, of course. You know? Yeah.
0: Accept my memory of, I want to have a latte. Yeah. Uh, that's planted in... <laughs> yeah. All right. So let me say goodbye to Kathleen, as always... Gio, Jesse, I knew Mike Clark down in Mexico. Tariq, hey, Tariq, hey, Tariq, you gotta go November 14th. I'm gonna be in Dover November 15th. Get out of there. Mia, nice Greece, I hope. Angie, I hope everything's worked out. Are you in Romania? No. I'm You're back home? home in Canada. I'm back home.
1: Yes, thank uh,
0: you. Oh, great. If, if we ever do another retreat, we're gonna have medical insurance. <laughs> <laughs> medical care. I'm so happy that. You,
1: I'm so mean, happy yeah, that you were medical there. insurance. We felt you insurance. every day.
0: <laughs> yeah, Matt Julian. Nice to see you, Matt. Wayne, pleasure. Rico, David Bitterman. Draw. D-R-O-R, I've met Draw before, yes. Patrice. Yes. Yes. Christine Y, Sanjay, Miranda. Ah, Miranda, from the great state of Idaho. She's not from Idaho. Ilan, <laughs> J- John K, Vlad. Uh, Vlad, we had a wonderful time. Vlad, Vlad gave up being gluten free and ate these huge brioches, dunked in granita like iced gelato every morning.
1: He did well.
0: Yeah, he did fine. Yeah, he had his stomach pumped when he got back to Portugal. When he got back to Portugal.
2: <laughs>
0: Roman, Roman Murda, Roman, uh, we made it, bro. We survived another retreat. Sherry, nice to see you, Sherry. Uh, uh, let me see, we got Dima, Matthew, Cassandra, Deborah from Alberta. Lee, California. Mika, I'll talk to you tomorrow, Mika. Uh, Just go into the Zoom room. I'll open it up before 12. Uh, Axel, nice to see Axel. Uh, I just saw Esther. She just appeared and disappeared. Hey, thank you, everyone. Hey, have a wonderful day. We'll be back uh, Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, there's Esther. Nice to see you, Esther. You're going to have to take a pilgrimage to Dover, New Jersey, Esther. November 17th and 18th. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye.